Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. This is Alex. Good morning. It is Monday, July 31st, 2023. I'm kind of blown away that somehow an entire month or a third of the third quarter is gone. But hey, August, what's up? Then September. And that means disrupt. And that means, yes, lots of disrupt planning is going on. Whew, we are busy. But on the show today, we have a massive earnings week for all of your favorite and least favorite tech companies, Coinbase and the state of crypto, Tiger's Indian exit, how Fidelity's markdowns giveth and taketh away, and then to close, the latest on Twitter's rebrand slash rebuild. Let's go. Let's start with a look at the world of money, and that means the stock market. Shares were higher in Asia today despite continued weakness in Chinese manufacturing data. Shares were also largely higher in Europe this morning. The euro area returned to growth in the second quarter. And even better, inflation headed a touch slower in July than what was seen in June. The good news is going on here in the U.S. as well, where stocks are up a hair in pre-market trading, but are pretty close to flat heading into the final trading session of July. But all that's kind of in the past. What do we care about this week? Well, it's earnings and there are a million names. I am not going to go through all of them, so a little bit do your own research, but I'll provide a little context as we go along. This is going to be very busy. So Monday, we'll hear from Arista Networks, Zoom Info, and SoFi. Tuesday, a big list, AMD, Uber, Pinterest, Match, Freshworks, Shutterstock, Olo, Vimeo, Trivago, Too Simple, and more. That's chips, ride-hailing, social media, dating, lots of good stuff. On Wednesday, Qualcomm, Shopify, PayPal, DoorDash, HubSpot, Zillow, Etsy, Robinhood, JFrog, Fastly, Lemonade, Upwork, NerdWallet. I'm especially curious about Shopify for obvious reasons. DoorDash for the on-demand economy, how the real estate market's impacting Zillow, and how trading is going on at Robinhood. Then Thursday, we're going to hear from, and this list is amazing, Apple, Amazon, Alibaba, Airbnb, Block, Atlassian, Coinbase, Cloudflare, Dropbox, Wix, Appian, Sprout Social, and the list goes on, Yelp, Opendoor, Udemy, etc. Going to be an absolutely packed day. Again, a lot of big names and some smaller, more interesting companies. And then Friday, we'll hear from Sony. That's it. It's going to be a very big week, everybody. Get ready for a deluge of interesting data. From stocks to crypto, let's take a look at the decentralized economy. The bad news is that the prices of major tokens are where we left them last week for reasons that I really don't understand. What happened to crypto volatility? Who killed it? Anyway, so I took a look around to figure out what else is going on, and I found a couple of things for you. First up, the circulating supply of the USDC stablecoin has continued to fall in recent weeks and there are now about 26 billion units left out there. Meanwhile, and in contrast, the circulating supply of Tether's stablecoin is effectively at an all-time high, with around 84 billion circulating units. Meanwhile, the NFT market remains depressed. But really, guys, I think that that's all kind of in the past, and what matters looking forward is Coinbase. The FT reported today that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission told Coinbase to stop trading in all digital assets other than Bitcoin before it sued the exchange. Now, Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, of course, had a thought about this, and I quote, delisting every asset other than Bitcoin, which, by the way, is not what the law says, would have essentially meant the end of crypto industry in the United States. End quote. So Coinbase is going to court. Next up, a segment that I call Big News That Matters. And first in that list is Tiger Global exiting Flipkart. Now, 
Walmart is going to pay $1.4 billion to buy out Tiger Global's remaining stake in Flipkart, the Indian e-commerce startup. The transaction took place in the last couple of days, and Tiger Global made a lot of money off of this deal. It made about $3.5 billion off of its overall stake in Flipkart over time, despite putting about $1.2 billion into the company. So a winner for Tiger. Walmart paid about $16 billion for a 77% stake in Flipkart back in 2018, so it has long been the majority owner of the company. Now, for Flipkart and Tiger Global, this is a big moment. For Tiger, essentially, it was the only company they put more than $1 billion to in the Indian market, despite having put about $6 billion total into India. We have seen the overall funding amount in India and Asia decline in recent quarters, So the question now becomes this, if Tiger really is backing out, exiting, and liquidating, who's going to step up and fill its shoes? After all, if you put in $6 billion and then walk away, there's a lot of companies out there who are going to be looking for that next check, and it's not going to come from their prior investor. So with Tiger's exit, who's stepping up to the plate? Moving along, we're talking about markdowns from Fidelity, but don't worry, the news is not all that bad. Now, Fidelity has slashed the estimated worth of its holding in SaaS startup Gupshup by over 20% in a month and by more than 50% since the original investment in the latest brutal markdown across private markets, TechCrunch reports. Now, Fidelity originally invested $16.2 million from its blue chip growth fund into Gupshup back in mid-2021, and that was in a funding round that valued the business that does messaging services for other companies at about $1.4 billion. So a mid-21 unicorn, not shocked that we're seeing a write-down. Now, the business messaging service, which started its journey in India 17 years ago, raised $340 million back in that 2021 round, so it was a very big deal at a very high price. Here's my thought. The market doesn't actually seem to know how to precisely value a lot of private market companies today, in part because we don't have a lot of IPO data coming out. So we're really looking at more mature companies to use as comps. How fair that is really isn't clear. And we aren't going to learn that much for a couple of quarters, given that the IPO market is still not picking up speed. Now, that's the bad news. The better news is that TechCrunch reports Fidelity slightly improved the value of its holdings in Reddit, Discord, Twitter parent company X Holdings, and Indian e-commerce company Misho in the last month. So, hey, good news for Reddit, Discord, and X. They've seen a lot of markdowns. Love to see a rare W on a Monday morning. Elsewhere in tech land, Twitter's rebrand to X has been approved by Apple, despite it generally being impossible to have a one-character app name in the App Store, so perhaps a special dispensation was made. Also, the company's new tagline is, quote, Blazer Glory, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me at all. It seems that Musk really does want to take all that Twitter was famous for and get rid of it. I'm thinking about things like character limits, free access, earned reach, the name, the brand, the focus on text, the focus on social media, and instead take the corpse of Twitter and make it into something else, to which I can only say, cool story, bro. Next up, Shine and Temu are fighting a global battle with one another over their business practices, resource sourcing, and more. TechCrunch writes that Temu is accusing Shine of, quote, forcing exclusive dealing arrangements on clothing manufacturers. Now, this sounds a lot like Alibaba's infamous, quote, choosing one from two policy, where vendors were asked to sell exclusively on Alibaba's platforms and skip its arch rival, Pinduoduo. Now, Alibaba got in trouble for that, so we're not quite sure what Shine's idea here is, but certainly a battle to keep in mind. 
That's our show for this fine Monday morning. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you want more of Equity, you can follow the show all across social media, including Equity Pod on Twitter and Threads, or just Equity over on Blue Sky. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I tweet under the handle Alex. And don't forget, we have two great sister podcasts, Chain Reaction and Found. I love both those shows. The hosts are fantastic. Check them out if you haven't. We're back on Wednesday. We are back on Friday. Hugs. Talk to you soon. Bye. Equity is hosted by myself, Editor-in-Chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm, and TechCrunch Senior Reporter, Mary Ann Azevedo. We are produced by Teresa Loconsolo with editing by Kel. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator, and a big thank you to the audience development team and Henry Picavet, who manages TechCrunch Audio Products. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.